Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Rage! Sports Rage with Gabe Morenci. Rage all you want. Um... Seattle Mariners are down 2-1 right now. Come on, Mariners. Give us something on the way out of here. Give us something. It's like David Lee Ross said. Give me a give me a give me something I can write on. <laughs> give us something. 2-1 uh, right now. One, two, we're gonna get the Cam's call picks. Um, and uh, let me just get the updated series prices here. See what see what we're what, what are we dealing with now? It's Cam's optimism about game ones. And I totally get it. I'm just frustrated from a collection. I'm tired of losing an overtime, Cam. I'm tired of losing these empty netters. Like, I've been on the wrong side of, like, the last 13 games, like, 10 of them or something, where it's like, oh, F off, like, at the end. like, And I know it's coming. And like you said, I'm just sort of on tilt as well. And I've had a great, like, six, eight months. I don't know. I've had a great two-year run or something. Yeah. Suddenly, no, everything too. I do is just like, oh, God, this yeah. ended badly. Like, hey, Babano, look at Babano, the freaking Houston Roughnecks lost to Arlington, bro. Like, yeah, like, everyone saw that yeah. coming. Like God, like man, I tell you what, everybody out we there, I'm not, I'm not year. saying this. You, this is my bailout. I'm telling you, this is like the, this is like, uh, this is like uh, groundskeeper Willie's retirement grease. I'm going big <laughs> on the DC Defenders, Tam, on freaking Saturday night in the XFL Championship. Right. I love groundskeeper. He's yeah. from Aberdeen, my retirement North grease. Aberdeen. Yeah. <laughs> now, just before, I'll give you one counterpoint. We did think Arlington was maybe the best team, or one yeah. Of the can best you believe it, Babano? He's at the championship now. Yeah, yeah. I said, yeah. I said Arlington. I took them on a future, and here they are now. Except the map. But you're right. North. I don't think I can step in front of DC. I get why you like them. I do. Hey, man, I bet the Seattle Sea Dragons Seattle. last week, they got murdered. Yeah, they got murdered. Yeah, not when I bet them. I told not you, that, yeah. me, and, me and you okay. have been on fire. I've been, like, cashing out account. Yeah. I got to be honest with you. I'm scared. Like, if I didn't have a job, I would, like, literally leave tonight and, like, go find a underground blackjack room. I need, I need help. <laughs> Look, right now, like, if you didn't have shows to do tomorrow, you said you'd go, yes. you'd go downtown yes. and look for one of those all-night uh, overnight poker games yes. or like yeah, blackjack so tables. Like, Texas, like, hey, we got an illegal You got to call our boy Garner. He knows where those places are. <laughs> yeah. He'll tell you. I should oh, yeah, give him uh, a text. <laughs> yeah, Spadina. 
<laughs> Spadina and uh, and uh, and Bloor. Oh, he's gonna... I'm, I'm serious too. I'm like me and you have been, been so places. hard tonight. You, you, you're standing there at four in the morning. You look over and there's like a Toronto Maple Leaf player next to you and stuff. Yeah, it's like you're like, hey, buddy. The best was <laughs> Moretti no when I went to the when I went to Niagara and remember Yogi Stewart, like the worst like seventh eighth man in the NBA history. The guy's playing like twenty dollar hands. I'm like, I'm betting harder than you. You're making four hundred four million bucks a year. It's like do nothing. <laughs> it's like I told you, Steve the Fisher, best. the coach. He plays blackjack all the time in Vegas. Twenty-five dollar chips, twenty-five dollars a hand. The coach, nice you and disciplined. Love that guy. Yeah. Uh, um, all right. So new updated series price: Vegas Golden Knights minus one forty to win the series. The Edmonton Oilers are plus one twenty. The Florida Panthers and the Toronto Maple Leafs updated series price: pick them minus one ten yep. each. The Hurricanes are now minus 165. The Devils are plus 145. Dallas Stars minus 115. Kraken minus 105. I don't know. I'm a mark. I'm just, I'm a lemon. Because I like the Edmonton Oilers plus 120. So do I. Plus 110. <laughs> Shout out to all of our AM radio affiliates. I am Ramsey. Time's just flying by here this evening. Quickest Saturday Minutes of Sports Talk Radio. Mo DeKeel will join us later. We'll talk NBA basketball with Mo. We got Cam, so uh, Cam, we'll get Cam out in a couple of minutes. We'll get his uh, golf picks on the other side. We got Babano's golf guys picks. Um, I got a couple of picks for you uh, for this Wells Fargo, but it is a totally stacked field. Like it's a quality tournament. Uh, NBA basketball. Boston rolled Philadelphia tonight, and Bede was back, scored 15 points. They would have been better off if he didn't come back. Uh, but it is what it is. The Vegas Golden Knights just won a wild game. Updated series price after they just beat the Edmonton Oilers in game one. The Vegas Golden Knights are minus 140. The Edmonton Oilers are plus 120. The Florida Panthers and the Toronto Maple Leafs um, play tomorrow night. And uh, the Leafs, of course, lost game one. They're now a pick em, uh to win the series. Minus 110 on both sides. Carolina Hurricanes defeated the New Jersey Devils uh, tonight. The Carolina Hurricanes are now minus 165 series favorites. Devils are plus 145. And the Seattle Kraken continue their run. And I can't help but think, as everybody talks and waxes poetic about a Toronto Maple Leaf and Edmonton Oiler Stanley Cup uh, final, if ultimately we end up with the expansion cup, Cam, and uh, Babano, Vegas Vegas ups, beats, uh, beats Edmonton. The Kraken beat the Dallas Stars. And then we have two teams that have been in the league for a combined nine years playing to go to the Cup. Vegas can go to their second Cup, and people in Toronto are going to throw up if that happens. Yeah, that's insane. Yeah. That's absolutely crazy that we might get And We might get that. Seattle's good enough to get there. Vegas is good enough to get there. Um, but, again, one game doesn't make a series. You know, of those adjusted series prices, I'd be hesitant on Toronto. Just because of Florida, just seems to have it going right now. They really do. And now you know what, though, Bobano? Let's just say this. No, no, he's right. He's right, Gabe. But let's just say this. Scary. Every and I told Marinci this, Bobano. This is the problem with Leaf fans: is they don't listen. I would rather the Leafs play the Boston Bruins because I know one thing: they're going to be ready to rock. It's like Florida beating Boston was the worst thing that happened to the Leafs because the Leafs think they can beat them. Leafs are minus 185 on the money line tomorrow night, so you have to lay a price. 
sportsgrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. Sportsgrid.com. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. All right, listen, I need some cash. What for? I just need it, that's all. Oh, no. Don't tell me. You're gambling again, aren't you? Oh, you weak, weak man. Yeah. Hey, Newman, can you help Cam out? <laughs> this is portrait. Do you get it? It oh, must, no. must be nice getting your pension from U.S. <laughs> US mail and post, buddy. Yeah, yeah, I don't know if you on. remember when Kramer lost the money and he didn't have money. So he's like, oh, no, not the bag. The son of Sam's bag. The son of Sam. Son of Sam Berkowitz. <laughs> he Amazing. had the mail bag. Not the bag. All right, 2-1, Oakland. Right now over Seattle. I would really like to see the Seattle Mariners come back. I don't think it's going to happen. They're plus 925 on the money line right now. They're down 2-1. They are batting. And um, they have two outs left. There's one out. So who knows? Maybe they can just one pitch. One swing at a bat. My count has taken a severe beating. It's pathetic. It's sad. Um, all right. Let's get into the golf picks, actually. Yeah. And uh, try to put some money into our pockets uh, here. Uh, Babano, golf guy, what do you got? Rattle them off. We'll get the Cam's picks. What do you got, Babano? Okay, we've got uh, Siwoo Kim at 90 to 1. We've got Kurt Kitayama, 125 to 1. We've got K.H. Lee, 150 to 1. Uh, Adam Shank, 200 to 1. Uh, and um, that's it. It's a shorts card this week. You don't you don't have anybody under a hundred to one? No, nobody. It's all longer shots. Longer shots. Wasn't feeling the uh, favorite. You know what? The... Who am I to say, Marenzi? I'm getting like I can't I I can't hit a winner to save my life. So I should probably deal with Babano's golf guy. But I got Victor Hovland to win at uh, twenty. Justin Thomas should not be twenty four to one. I don't care what anybody says. This guy's getting angry too. I'm in. Cam Young. 25 and my big long shots Gary Woodland. Sorry Fred Courier I know you hate Gary Woodland too but 75 to 1 I'm in. Top 10s. Patrick Cantlay plus 160. Cam Young plus 200. Victor Hovland plus 225 and Justin Thomas plus 220. Top 20s Morency. You're going to love it. Jason Day plus 120. Gary Woodland plus 260. Who else do I got here? Uh, I can't even read by already. Oh yeah, Keith Mitchell plus 230. Uh, Wyndham Clark plus 230 and Davis Raleigh plus 360. First round leaders. This is what I'm doing. Gabe, I got big problems in my life right now. We had a horrible day. Oh, that's what Victor we need. Victor First round leader. We need a big this first round leader win. Yeah, yeah. 30 bucks, 30 or 40 per guy. This is how I get back in the game. Hovland, 30. Young, 32. Fleetwood, 55. Mitchell, 60. Rogers, spelt the same way as Aaron, but his name is Patrick. Matchup bets, 
This is for the tournament. Hovland, plus 130 over Finau. I love Tony Finau, but great price on Hovland. Young, minus 120 over Matthew Fitzpatrick. And Keith Mitchell, plus 100 over the Canadian, Corey Connors. I'm telling you, Marenzi, I need a first-round leader. Bad. I got smoked tonight. Smoked. You know what's bad is I got I got hit so hard, too. Even if I hit a first-round leader tomorrow, I still wouldn't. Like, I'd still be like... <laughs> Oh, I'm still even, down if I hit a first-round leader yeah. at, like, 80-1. to 1. <laughs> I even had Leon Dreisaitl first goal of the game, 7-1. to 1. I still lost. Great pick. Like, Great pick. Yeah. Imagine that. You score four goals and you lose, and Pavelski scores four goals for the Stars, and they lose. Good work, team. Way to help yeah. out your snipers, idiots. Yeah, and the Sixers get the MVP back, and they lose. Um, I didn't want him yeah. to play. First round leaders, yeah, we got to find one here. I like the Hovland look at thirty one to one. Jason Hovland thirty seven to one. Ooh, I like that too. Day's a good. He's a good. He's a good opening round player. Day, day thirty seven to one. Cam Young's a good first round leader too. I think he's twenty five. But Gabe, I'm going to give you There's Justin Thomas. A random dude that's winning after the first round. Yeah, like like Carver hit Austin Smotherman at a hundred to one last week. I'm like, wow. I'm not, but hey, kudos to him. I'm going to tell you go, though. Carver, hi. What about Denny McCarthy like, at ninety five to one? You know what? That's not a bad bet. Two guys that I like too. Joe Damon's ninety five to one. Cam, first Is round he leader. Really? Yeah. 95 Did you bring up uh, the golf serial killer, Jay Damon? There that's what's kind of trouble I'm in, too. Oh, that's what I asked. My golf guy's got Damon and J.J. Spawn as well. I forgot to mention those two. What, first-round leaders Spahn. or to win? I'm just saying, Ken. No, to win. Uh, at 95 <laughs> to 1, right? Like, hey, 20 bucks is two dimes. <laughs> you get some I'm, 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 like, I'm with you on Damon. Hit us this, like, you know? Joel no Damon, first-round leader, 95 to 1. You have wow. to play it now. And I'm going to tell you something. Justin Thomas is angry. I know he's, uh, what is he, uh, first-round leader? I usually don't play him first-round leader. Justin you know what? I'm going to add him. He's 35, to one. 34 yeah, 30, to one. Yeah, and I'm going to tell you something. Who's the best Thursday warrior out there? Tommy Fleetwood. 55 to 1. Watch out for Tommy uh, Fleetwood. Get on that, too, then. Yeah, yeah. A little, little lower. <laughs> now... This is like we're really see how desperate we are. Yeah. We're gonna play like eight first round leaders now. <laughs> what a disaster today has been, dude. <laughs> I started playing like the Copa Lipadoras tonight in soccer and stuff like I used to in desperate states. I'm like, oh god, I gotta try to hit a soccer play here. I'm just throwing darts. This is reminding me of this is like uh, in the old days. I used to have an account. I'm sure Cam still has one, <laughs> uh, but I, I don't do. know. I used to have one that. Um, Sunday nights, things would wrap up, whatever would happen throughout the week. So you'd be screwed. It'd be like, oh, my God, I'm down like this on Sunday night. But sometimes you didn't want to go down that way, and there was nothing left. And the last thing of the week were the lotteries. <laughs> That's you're when like, you know you, you, you're I, a real yeah, gambler. I did it. I was like, man, I'm putting 4000 on this. And I'm like, I'm just going to hope for the best because I'm already whatever. And it was the New York State Lottery, guys. And basically, you would bet on, like, over-under. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you know, balls, you know, over-under 23 with this ball. Like, you know, lottery props, lottery this. And I remember watching it and somebody asking me, why are you watching a lottery for a state that we're not in right now? 
and uh, they thought I had a thing for the weather girl uh, and the lottery yeah, girl. Yeah, exactly. With the numbers. There's, the <laughs> lottery goes, girl's usually girl? very I was pretty. like, no, I'm just interested in this. Like, <laughs> and say, listen, <laughs> the bookie's timer clocks out after this lottery, and I don't want to pay the $3,200, so I put $3,200 on this lottery. And I'm hoping that the first ball drawn is comes up under 16 and a half right now. I'm going to be honest with you, Renzi. Not in two minutes once I leave this show. Take the ping pong ball out? Yes. I'm, no, honestly, I'm turning it to the horse racing channel. If I can get anything from Australia or uh, Japan, whatever, yeah. In three minutes, I have some things to deal with right now. We'll see how it goes. Oh, my God. The Mariners tied the game, and they were 9 Good to 1. Good for you, too. man. Good for you. I didn't take it at 9 to 1. I already have them, but I hope they pull it out. All right, before we get Cam out, Ghoster in the house. Ghoster says he has Joel Damon, actually, as a first-round leader. I didn't even see that. All right. Um, what Sanjay. is it, 90 to 1? Shout-out to our boy Jesse from Covers. Hey, what's up, Jesse? Thanks for the kind words on the new set. <laughs> we appreciate it. Uh, all right, here he is. Uh, Ghoster likes Hovland, Young. Yes. M, Burns, Lowry, and Bradley. All first-round leaders as well. Adding Damon to the first-round leaders, as he stated. I actually liked – I was going to bring up Shane Lowry's a first-round leader camp. 50-1, to one too. I can't bet them all, Marenzi. I know we have issues tonight, but we have three of the same. I have Hovland, Young, and I'm surprised Gokster doesn't have Fleetwood. But you know what? Our favorite golfer with a knife, Joel Damon, 90-1, to one, has to be played now. Because if this guy's leading and we don't have it, I'm going to lose it. Yeah, I'm even going to play the top five deal so we don't get really upset. Exactly. Go, yeah, go 20, split it. Split it each way. <laughs> That's what we got. All right, thanks, Cam. We'll see you tomorrow. Love you guys. Hey, Cam Stewart. <laughs> Cam Stewart will be with us tomorrow at 3 more of a panel. Bring it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Let me get this straight. You took all the money you made franchising your name and bid it against the Harlem Globetrotters? Uh, I thought the generals were due. He's spinning the ball on his finger. Just take it. Take the ball. That game was fixed. They were using a freaking ladder, for God's sakes. Well, I don't think the hockey game was fixed tonight, but it was every bit as frustrating, I'll tell you that. This is Sports Rage. I am Gable Morancy, the pips, the players, the hustlers, the people, the bustler, and everybody else in between. Ian Cameron, kick with us. Sirius XM Channel 159. Thanks to Cam Stewart for joining us. Mo DeKeel will join us uh, later on in Level 3. So, uh, Bano, enough living in the past. Let's look uh, ahead to tomorrow night. Let's start off in the National Hockey League, and we should let everybody know uh, right now that uh, it is 2-2 with Seattle and Oakland. And it is amazing. And uh, yeah, we're going to be going extra innings, actually, now. 2-2. I was already on Seattle, so I didn't pull the trigger. And we're getting frustrated with losing all the time in these late games over the last couple of days. But um, 
Um, they were nine to one, and I did bring it up. I said, guys, they're nine to one right now. They're one swing at a bat away here. And so now we're 2-2. We're going in extra innings, but it doesn't mean they've won the game yet. But you could have put yourself in a nice uh, bailout hedge situation. What's this basketball going on right now? Oh, boy. Got some Filipino action going on here. Philippines. NCRAA. What do we got going on here? The PMMS Mariners. was the Pat McAfee owns a team now? Pat McAfee Mariners. And the Pup Radicals. That's a great name. The PUP Radicals. Our boy Jesse actually is out there in uh, in Thailand right now. He might have some insight into the Filipino basketball. I actually do bet. I have bet on Filipino basketball, but uh, this is like um, this is like college Philippine stuff. PMMS Mariners versus the PUP Pup Radicals. Totals one fifty four and a half. Mariners are minus six and a half. And uh, for the DJs out there. We've got some uh, Japanese baseball going on right now, actually. You know what? This is actually real baseball. And these games are just getting started right now. We've got the Hanshin Tigers and the Chechenny Dragons. Hiroshima Carp taking on the Yokohama Bay Stars. Isn't, um, is Trevor Bauer pitching in this game right now? He was ready to make his debut. Somebody in the chat let me know. Is, is Bauer pitching in this game? Doesn't he, he pick for Yokohama? Is yeah. it Babano? I'm, I know. Is it tonight, though? Is, is he pitching right now? I thought it was tonight. I did think it was like overnight tonight, like right now, obviously, Thursday in uh, Japan. Somebody in our chat would have been talking about this. So somebody in our chat would have said, hey, hey by, the, uh, by, by the way, by, by the way, that uh, Bauer's pitching right now. I should keep me personally, Romano. I I do like Japanese baseball. I used to bet it a lot. Uh, the Nippon Ham Fighters um, and the Cebu Lions are in action, but I should know better. Like after, especially after the WBC, right? There's a couple of the pitchers like that kid. Like there's a kid, man. He never gets hit. He wins all the time. There's a couple of like really dominant pitchers in this league, and you know, there's money to be made uh, with this stuff. But I'll get back to the baseball. I wanted to get Babano's hockey picks. Babano's not our Japanese baseball insider. Um, <laughs> all right. Um, let's start off with the Panthers and Leafs, actually. So, Toronto Maple Leafs, minus 185. Big price to play. And you know what, guys? You know, like in the NBA, after the team loses game one and stuff, and everybody's betting in the next game, and everyone's like, oh, I'm really going to take them in the first half, or the the team's down 0-2 and they go back home, and the first half line is like bigger than the point spread of the same thing, and they know everyone what everyone's going to bet. This is the same situation here. They know everyone's going to bet the Toronto Maple Leafs and the Dallas Stars tomorrow, Babano, and they have totally put it into the lines. Like you, can, there's no justifiable reason to say that the Leafs should be minus 185, and there's no legitimate hockey reason to say that the Dallas Stars should be minus 210 in these games tomorrow. And that the reason is, and we saw it really across the board. Like Toronto minus 150 in Game One, and now you see them upwards of minus 180. We saw no, Dallas but it closed. It closed at minus 200, but Bano. Yeah, the Leafs closed yeah. at minus 200 in Game One. They opened up yeah. at like minus 158 or something, 62, and it it by yeah. by the time they dropped the puck, it was minus 200. 
and this might go up even more. But I mean, if they were betting Toronto that early in Game One, they might you might even see the uh, line move a little bit higher on Toronto. What I do like in the game tomorrow night, and I believe we saw this come through for Toronto in the. Uh, Tampa Bay game in game two of that series was in the first period they were ready to play. And I think if you like the Leafs, that's the best. That's the look I like because with Toronto in the first period, you can get it at a minus a half a goal at a nice plus price. And I expect, you know, Toronto probably to have a good start, just like they did against Tampa Bay in game two after they were, uh, uh, they got crushed in game one against Tampa. Now, they didn't get crushed against Florida in game one, but I'd still expect a better start. And it's probably the way I'd approach it with Dallas as well uh, against uh, Seattle. Um, I do think they both win. I'm a little bit less sure about Dallas, though, just because of how impressive Seattle is with their team speed. And Dallas really, really struggled to contain that for much of that game. Uh, but I think in both cases tomorrow night, the home team down one nothing in the series will have a very good start to the game, a good, strong first 20 minutes, carry the play, and have a good chance to have the lead. So I like the first period puck line for both the Leafs and the Stars tomorrow night. But I want nothing to do with the money line, laying it with them. I think it's a. Uh, I think that's a good opinion, actually, as far as the Leafs in the first period is concerned, and and goals. I'll, I'll go over one and a half here, uh, and in this game here, I would expect the Leafs to be much better. And you're right, we saw the Leafs just explode. Yeah, that was a different matchup, right? It, it, it yeah. was a different matchup, and they got killed in their first game. They just didn't get killed, right? Like it's stylistically it's different psychologically it's different it's against a team that you played against last year last time with tampa right it's just there's a lot of differences here man florida i tell you these teams but there's a lot of similarities between seattle carolina um florida florida have a little bit more star power you know i, I would you know what i mean they got a little bit more brand name guys but at the same point in time carolina do but all their guys are hurt but they just skate Babano. That's, like, the key. You know what I mean? Like, look at the fancy teams, like the Leafs and the Oilers. They're always in these stress jobs and stuff. Like, why? how are Seattle doing this? They roll out four lines. They, they play quick shifts. Everybody just four checks, back checks. Just, they just, everyone plays simple hockey. And Carolina plays simple hockey, smart hockey. Seattle plays simple hockey, smart hockey. And Florida play smarter hockey than they used to. That's the one thing with Maurice, and we're seeing it right now in the playoffs. They're not an easy team to deal with, and if I was a Leaf fan, Babano, I'd be very concerned about this series now. No doubt. Uh, some Leaf fans were not concerned, though. I've had this by the numbnuts that had Leafs in four signs uh, <laughs> holding numbnuts. that up the other night <laughs> Yeah, uh, in, in game one in the arena. I mean, that was just ridiculous. I mean, Florida, if you're not paying attention, they just pulled one of the bigger upsets in recent Stanley Cup playoff history against a team that had one of the better regular seasons. Florida is a... Let's also remember Florida was the president's trophy winner last year. There's talent on that team. Barkov and Ekblad and Montour's having a great year. And Matthew Kachuk's been sensational. Sam Bennett, now that he's healthy, is a huge Bennett's impact great. forward. Yeah, and Bobrovsky, when he's, when he's on, and he was in game one, he's a really good goaltender. I don't get that sentiment that some Leaf fans had that the sheer arrogance that they finally won a series for the first time in 19 years and now we're going to run through the Florida Panthers I didn't I, I don't understand how someone could have that opinion and they got a dose of reality in game one and Toronto's going to have to step up they all have to be better the core for the Leafs has to be better I thought Nylander Marner Matthews Tavares 
way too quiet in game one, way too passive. They've got to bring it tomorrow night if they're going to tie that series. But I do expect they will be better. So do I. So do I. They don't do anything easy. It should be a long series. I still think the Leafs, I, I'm not going to write the Leafs off uh, after one game. But Florida, Florida aren't going anywhere. Like they're they're going to be consistent in what they do, as we just saw um, against the Boston Bruins. So, what's your final analysis here, Rabana? What are you doing? You're taking the Toronto Maple Leafs in the first period. Yeah, I just gave you the sides. Actually, there's totals. I mean, I'm going to go back to the over six and a half tomorrow night because it's a very, very bad beat if you had it in game one. I mean, that game was three two going into the third period. Toronto's got the net empty, and that's actually Florida made it 4-2, and you're still in good shape. Toronto's got to pull the goalie, and they did, and they got robbed a bunch of times by Bobrovsky. Florida never put one into the empty net, and it just barely stayed under. I think that changes tomorrow night. I think that game goes over 6.5 with the uh, Leafs and the Panthers. The other game, I'm a little bit – I'm probably not going to bet the total in that game, but uh, – you know, after such a wild game one, I think it's going to tighten up a little bit. But with Seattle's speed and Dallas is an improved offensive team, I'm not sure I'm in a rush to bet over at five and a half or under, I should say, at five and a half. I warned people last night. I was actually on the over uh, of the Seattle game and the under the Leaf game. We got lucky in the Leaf game going getting the under six and a half there. But um, Seattle and Dallas have played a lot of high scoring games. And Dallas, yep. Dallas, even though they're an under team, they do have these games where it just it just explodes. We saw it against Minnesota, right? And so every Seattle-Dallas like, game this year has gone over regular season yeah. and playoffs now. Yep. But it does feel like there's eventually, right, there's an undercoming, but I'm not so sure it's tomorrow. I think Dallas win tomorrow. 4-2. What the hell do I know, though? <laughs> I knew Drysaddle would score first tonight at 7-1. To That's when you know you got problems, when you just hit a 7-1 to like two hours ago and you're already in like, yeah, whatever. This is Sports Rage. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. You and your friends could tell me something about baseball strategy. The only thing I know about strategy is that whatever the manager does, it's wrong. Unless it works, in which case he's a button pusher. Well, well, what we'll tell you about baseball strategy is what we told you about uh, 20 minutes ago. But I said, man, this, the Oakland Athletics, that's the thing with baseball, okay? The Oakland Athletics were up. Uh, two to one on Seattle. There was um, they had a runner on first base, and there was one out, and they were plus nine hundred. It's like really, 
Actually, no, they didn't have the runner on first base yet when they were plus nine. It was right before. And what, but what did I say? I said it's plus 900, and they're one swing of the bat away from tying the game. And they did tie the game, and now they're up 5-2. It's, you know, that's the thing with baseball. You got to be patient, but if you're really you need to have a bankroll to do it, I guess you could build it up if you're like, if you're a minimalist player, etc. You know what I mean? But like, you really could sort of just sit there. You could get plus money on both sides of a baseball game. Not on every game, but if you just sort of kicked back and watched every game and like had them all in front of you and had the you know the computers ready to go, your your phone ready to go to get the bets in. Like you, you'd be getting, look, you just got the Mariners at nine to one. Like you don't have to win them all either, right? Like, and it happens all the time. Ian Cameron with us, a good example, Ben. It just happened now. I should know this. What were the Dodgers? I think the Dodgers were what? Were they plus plus seven fifty today? Who? Somebody in our chat might know. Somebody might have seen it. The Dodgers today came back. They ended up winning 10 yep. 6. Not only did they come back, they ended up winning the game by four runs, but battle. <laughs> like, right? Jeez. And it happens all the time, especially in modern baseball, dude. Like, there's no lead is safe anymore, Ian, at all. We see it all the time now. Well, there's so many bad bullpens. There's so many, you know, that's, that's really the that's really the the gist of it, is that there's not many really truly lockdown, shut down bullpens night in and, and night overworked out. Overworked bullpens too. They're good. Yeah. They're just overworked. They, but you're right. No one it's has a great overworked. bullpen, but they're overworked as well. It's a combination. Yeah, I mean, and as a result, especially when you've got you know lineups that are above average, you know you're never going to be out of a game. And then especially when you're talking about bad teams, and you know you probably are always worth it's always worth a look when you're taking a big plus price against a team like Oakland, like what we're seeing right now here in the late night hours. I mean, the Athletics are one of the worst teams in Major League Baseball, and they have a bad bullpen. I mean, when I was doing my handicapping work. Uh, for the last few days when it comes to Oakland games, you know, their bullpen ERA just in the last 10 games alone is sitting around from seven, you know, which is absolutely dreadful. So that's a prime example of a team where if they've got a lead in the latter innings, uh, especially against a team like a Seattle, who we expect to still be, you know, a very viable contending team in the American League. I mean, definitely you're well worth your shot to take a look at a team like Seattle and fade a team like Oakland when they're trying to protect the lead, something they've proven once again tonight they're not very good at doing. I was just going to say, and they listen, they haven't won yet, <laughs> but they just put another two up, so it's 7-2 right now. But a classic yep. example, guys, so imagine, man, all right, you hit the 9-1, now you just wait that it's frozen right now. It's locked right now. But imagine it's going to pop up. And now Oakland's going to be like 14 to 1 or something. Right? You just sprinkle a little bit on that. And you don't even watch the game. You move on to the next game. And you're like, boom, I got a 9 to 1 and a 14 to 1. But in baseball, it happens. Like the, the two runs. And not just baseball, dude. Let's get back to hockey. This year, dude, it was like an all-time record. It was like, I, like, I, I, don't, I don't know the exact number at the end, you know, to the percentage. But it was like 45%. So 45% of teams that were losing in the NHL won the game this year. So 45% of winners in the NHL in the regular season this year were losing the game at some point. Um, and in hockey, you get big numbers like when a team is down by a goal. And 27% of the teams that won were actually down by two. And anyone that's been paying attention to us or anyone that watches hockey knows it's one of these things. I don't know what it is. It just is what it is. But the dreaded 2 nothing lead. Teams that have a 2 nothing lead always blow the 2 nothing lead. And 
you're getting big value if you're betting on that uh, as well. And we've seen it countless times, Babano, in the playoffs, especially in Oiler games. Hell, the Oilers have blown multiple. The Oilers have blown two goal leads like five times, I think. But the Leafs, like everybody, like the the, the Lightning. It's amazing how many times, man, teams are down 2 nothing and they'll come back, and there's more betting value, puck lines and big money line plays. Yeah, there's been a bunch of examples. Toronto against Tampa Bay did it, you know, and uh, that, that was uh, – Edmonton did it against L.A. Uh, we saw Seattle, you know, after an early deficit against Dallas last night uh, come back. Uh, you know, Florida came back multiple times against Boston. So it's just been one of those playoffs yeah, Dallas where – Dallas on Seattle. Dallas was down 4-2, yep. and then they came back and ended up losing, but they still came back, right? Yep. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, they still came back, forced overtime. And the bottom line is, if you can predict these things from happening, you can jump in. You can often get when a team's down by two, especially that number. You're usually going to get at least plus 450 to plus 500 with that team down by two goals, which is a great price. And also another thing to keep in mind, too, is what I've been doing with betting underdogs down by a couple of goals is I've split my bet between the draw and the dog. So that, you know, if the, and that would have been a great thing to do if you like Dallas trailing 4-2 to Seattle last night, where if you had split it between Dallas and draw, yeah, Dallas lost in overtime, but you at least would have cashed the draw portion of that bet. And I find that's a good option to go with because, you know, in case that team's comeback falls short, even if they tie it, it goes to overtime, you'll at least get the draw and you'll lose the other part of that bet, but at least you won't lose everything. All right, so, so to set the stage here before we move on from the hockey, uh, doing that hockey thing, Toronto Maple Leafs right now uh, at FanDuel, minus 188. It's just, you know, it's going to be minus 200 by the time they drop the puck tomorrow, if not higher, 205 or something. Um, Toronto Maple Leafs are minus 188 right now. The total is 6.5. This game is at 7 o'clock Eastern, 9.30 Eastern. Seattle cracking in Dallas. Dallas Stars minus 192 at FanDuel right now. Kraken are plus 158. The total is five and a half in that game. So tonight's Wednesday. Tomorrow's Thursday. Then we uh, we go to Friday. We've got one game only on Friday night. New Jersey Devils and Carolina Hurricanes game two. Canes just won the game tonight. Canes are minus 120 in game two. The total is five and a half. And an interesting scheduling quirk, uh, Babano, um, in which the Edmonton Oilers and Las Vegas Golden Knights this is very NBA-ish. Normally, NHL teams in NHL series are every 48 hours, and then once later, you know, around the game five, game six, they'll give them one extra day to regroup. But um, Oilers and Vegas Golden Knights play Saturday night, Babano, not on Friday. So they get that extra day. Edmonton are minus 114 road favorites, total six and a half. Yeah, and the reason for that is building scheduling conflicts and building conflict at T-Mobile Arena. I believe something was already booked there for Friday night, so they had to move this to Saturday uh, instead. And it'll be the only game in the uh, Stanley Cup playoffs on Saturday, actually, is this uh, Edmonton and uh, Vegas game. And uh, I think, like I said, we've talked about it with Toronto and Dallas. We kind of expect them to be better in game two. I'd expect more of the same from Edmonton, and who have been dreadful in game ones, but for as bad as they've been in game ones, they've been every bit as good in game two. It's not only beating L.A. in game two this year in the first round, but if you look at last year in game twos, I think they beat Calgary after going down one nothing in that series in the second round. And, of course, last year against L.A. too, they lost game one, and they came back and they won game two. So Woodcroft's a very good coach. I think he's going to end up you know, shaking up the 
lines, throw Vegas a different look. They have to get better at five-on-five even strength, obviously. The the only reason they they hung around tonight, to be quite honest, is those power play goals and Leon Dreisaitl. That's exactly why they've got to get better at five-on-five even strength. To be honest, though, Edmonton was still a top five, top six team in scoring at five-on-five. So this notion that you know they can only survive on the power play tonight that was the case but this is a team that's capable of better as a five-on-five group at even strength and I think you're going to see them play that way a lot better in game two and their road record's still pretty good overall so I think Edmonton and but but again just like tonight where I didn't take Edmonton money line I took Edmonton team total over three and a half I like Edmonton in game two but I'm going to go back to the same bet over three and a half with the team total. I don't want to have to worry about defensively. Let's just be playing both team do. totals over, to be honest. Yeah, Not you could. Edmonton, but both. And you'll I get mean, three and a half on Vegas, both of them. Yeah. Vegas just scored more than Edmonton did. So, yeah. yeah, he just played them both. No one's stopping anybody in this series. There might, There's going to be one game that probably, you know, it might be 3-2 or something. But for the most part, I expected this. We said it. And that's what's so crazy and frustrating. Me and Cam predicted these damn scores. I said it would be a 5-4 game tonight before the game. And then Cam said 6-4. But we both said Edmonton would win. I said Edmonton would win 5-4. He said 6-4. And then we just looked at the numbers, and it was 16-1. to It was 16-1 to and 18-1. to And Vegas were the same thing. So that's another thing, guys. If you're going to think about... You know, and and hockey scores, we're pretty good at doing football scores. And how basketball score, we nearly nailed the championship game, final game. But um, there's only, especially in the playoffs, random regular season can be more random, like eight three and weird numbers and stuff. But in the playoffs, look at the scores, guys. They're all like it's there's a there's a pattern to this, right? Is it going to be three two? Is it going to be four three? Is it going to be four four? Right, is someone going to win by the empty netter? Okay, so then you sort of narrow it in. Like I said, if you tune into Game Time Decisions tonight, we talked about it. Six four was sixteen to one and eighteen to one and stuff. And hockey, I'm not going to say it's the easiest, but it's easier to pick a final score in a hockey game than it is a football game or a basketball game, right? And you're getting pretty good numbers uh, for these numbers, especially when it's higher scoring games. Um, you get really good numbers. So tomorrow night we got. Um, one basketball game Saturday. There'll be two games with the Heat and the Knicks earlier in the day in the afternoon, and then the Lakers and the Golden State Warriors on Saturday night. But we got game two tomorrow night: Lakers and Warriors. Warriors now lay six total, two twenty-seven and a half. What's your pick, Babano, for this game? Oh, it's a Warrior spot. This to me looks exactly like we saw with Boston tonight in Game Two against Philadelphia is what we're going to see with Golden State tomorrow night. It's probably Golden State first quarter, first half, full game. That's the way I approached it with Boston tonight. And I think that's the way I'm going to go about it with tomorrow night against the Lakers. Not saying the Lakers are just going to lay down, but no, I think you get the big effort from Golden State. I think Clay Thompson probably plays better. Curry still played pretty decently in game one, 27 points from him. But I think Jordan Poole is definitely one guy that's got to step up big time. I mean, he's not a great defender anyway, so you don't expect much from him there. But certainly want to see more of his offensive punch than we saw in game one i think it's just golden state's spot to step up get a win get a cover as well maybe convincingly i'd say they win probably by 10 10 or more points 10 to 12 in that range and send the series back to la 1-1 all right uh, babano and uh, finally in closing what about the xfl 
XFL championship game, which is also uh, on uh, Saturday. Uh, Saturday, we got the Kentucky Derby. A lot of one-offs here. So we got the one hockey game Saturday night with the Oilers and the Vegas Golden Knights, which is cool. You got the Lakers and the Warriors game three at the Crypt, L.A., Saturday night. Big-time stuff. That's going to be cool. And then we've got the Arlington Renegades and the D.C. Defenders. Uh, The XFL championship game. I said this earlier, guys. Listen, D.C. played Seattle, and Seattle are damn good, man. Seattle went on a big-time tear over the last two months here in in the XFL. But D.C. were just too good. Like, D.C. are a very—they're I don't know how good they are, but they're better than everyone else in the XFL. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Level 2, quickest 100 minutes of sports talk radio. This is Sports Rage. All right, we'll give a battle out. So the battle, XFL, USFL, CFL football is uh, rapidly approaching as well. The CFL draft uh, was last night. CFL kickoff is around the corner. Arlington Renegades are getting 6.5. I got to be honest, I'm surprised the point spread isn't higher, even though I know Arlington just upset Houston. But the difference is Houston wasn't playing well over the last month of the season. They weren't the same Houston Roughneck team. They had a bunch of injuries. They 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 fell apart like over the last month of the season. Anyone who has been paying attention to the XFL knows they weren't the same team. DC have never fallen apart and they've just murdered teams every week, with the exception of one week. I think the one game they lost, they lost by one or something like that, too. Um so DC minus six and a half total, forty-six and a half neutral field, Babano, um, in San Antonio, Texas. What's your pick for the XFL championship? Yeah, to me, it's difficult to go against DC. DC has been really great from start to finish, and maybe they've had a little lull in the middle of some games here and there. But no, they have just been pretty strong. They have—you could count on one finger really how many bad games they've played uh, all season long. I've liked how they've. Ran their th- ran their team offensively. They've been able to finish drives. They're very exp- they're very efficient. Once they get that ball inside the twenty yard line, they've been very good finishing drives. They're balanced. They run the ball well. They throw it. Uh, and when you look at Arlington, you know you're right. They took advantage of Houston kind of not playing their best down the stretch. Houston was ripping the league up in the first you know three four weeks five weeks of the season. They weren't really that same team late. So I'm with you on DC. I think the game goes over the total. DC will get their points. Arlington did show some signs of life offensively last week, though, so I think the game could speak over the total. Ian Cameron, follow him on Twitter, Apple Battle. The late night anger management class continues. Level three coming up next. This is Sports Rage. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil.